0: Welcome back to Millennial Z and Boomer X. I am Boomer X. And I'm Millennial Z. And today we're talking about romantic relationships and the differences in being a Boomer X type person and a Millennial Z type person and uh, what we've seen over the years. And we'll compare notes between each other, not to mention uh, the changes I've seen growing up. And I'm sure it's even changed for Millennial Z since he'll be 28 in a couple of weeks. Yep. So, yeah, you have, a, you have at least 10 years under your belt of dating. Um, I mean, I've been dating the same person for five years, so. Right, I've... so you're kind of out of the game, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've had a fiance for the last five plus years. So, yeah, I've been out of the game myself. But there was a long stretch where I was dating as a mature man. And uh, as, as an aside, we're both heterosexual men, so we that's all we know. That's that's right. So we're going to be pretty much going to get here. Right, right, right. So we're going to be talking about how women have changed to us or what I have seen um, with y'all dating and with me dating over the years. And it's uh, quite significant is probably Mm -hmm. the best way to put it uh, since I was dating. Um, The biggest thing off the bat that I've noticed is. Dating seems to be much more casual, regardless of the generation you're in. Yeah. Does, does that seem right to you too?
1: Yeah, in a lot of ways, it's it's been it's been um, devalued, if you will, for the most part. Where it's even it's even to the extremes of Netflix and Chill is is the go-to.
0: That's like an average verbiage.
1: date. Right yeah that's the average date and it's it's implied for uh, sexual contact after that you know
0: right right because you he's only not that much good to see on netflix right yeah. hit <laughs> and, it and quit it and
1: then that's pretty much and the chilling
0: date. is it only goes so far you chill at your own crib right mm-hmm. <laughs> so why do you need to be with somebody else well i i meant it in the context of not just that although that's real important that I don't, I haven't heard of anybody asking anybody out for a date. Like when we ask for people to do, it's more like, Hey, I'm thinking about going to do this. You want to go with me or, Hey, I'm ready to grab dinner. You want to do that? There's, there's no, that's about as formal as it gets. And it used to be, you would tell them you would approach them and you would have to, because people didn't have phones in their pockets in the eighties when I first started dating. You right. would have to either approach them personally, call them on the phone after you got their digits or contact them through a friend. And they would let you know, hey, this person really likes you. you want to act on a date if you were afraid of rejection. And being an older man now, I am definitely not afraid of rejection. Even mm-hmm. if I didn't have somebody with me and I was in a, a good, stable relationship, it just, does, if I ask you out, I'm going to ask you out. If you say no, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I have no compunction about getting turned down, but when you're younger, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I
1: think every, there's every stage of, of, of anybody, guys and girls, although more rejections with men because men are usually the ones asking
0: most of the time, most of the time. And I know women ask too. Right. And that's one of the big changes. Women were Mm -hmm. much more likely to, make contact and ask to go do something as a duo, even if it's not a formal date situation, it's implied and everybody kind of knows Uh, where in the past, a girl would not ask you out in the eighties. It just, it didn't happen. It was a highly unusual event. The closest that would happen to that is she would have a friend ask your friend to ask Mm -hmm. you if she thought, Mm -hmm. if you thought she was cute, like high school stuff, now right. I'm talking about grown people, not high school. That's, that's how it was. People in their early twenties would, would do that. They would talk to friends and try to arrange some sort of chance meeting, or you'd yeah. go to a party, they'd be there. And this, I yeah, feel you out through hearsay and, and right? <laughs> and there'd be elaborate machinations to try to get themselves with you in the same room mm-hmm. to try to approach the subject and have introductions made and all that. I don't see that at all today
1: i'm sure it happens although i'm not in that world for it to happen so i mean the closest i was to that was i mean i would go to parties but i was never a big drinker or anything like that so my parties were quite tame comparatively probably to the average college aged person Mm -hmm. so um not to say that it didn't i you know you know when you have a bunch of friends that still happened where girls were like oh does he like you know does he do you think he's interested in me yeah that's funny
0: how it reverts back to the old ways once Mm -hmm. uh, the electronics are removed and Mm -hmm. people are just people talking to each other Uh, Mm -hmm. people just fall back on the old tried and true methods yeah (laughs) Uh, which i find funny
1: most of the time i would say um the rejection part is has taken on a whole new evolution to me because it's not as severe as it used to be because the face-to-face rejection is a whole nother level than on a dating app or through text, somebody saying no to you. It's still, it still pings of a little bit of hurt, I guess. There's a little but bit it, of a sting still, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. But at the same time you're able to see the vastness of the other options at hand while in the moment of a face-to-face getting rejected that way. It I, seems I'm,
0: much more personal
1: and intimate. Yeah. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot more detrimental. Yeah. To, like, especially no. a younger like,
0: Oh no, no. And it's, 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 it's to me, you know, he doesn't yeah. like me as a person, like mm-hmm. that person doesn't even know you for whatever reason, they're just not going to do it at that time. Yeah. And it's hard to keep in mind that, if that person doesn't want to go out with you, you really don't want to go out with them. You're not right. going to have a good time. But mm-hmm. uh, th- people don't think of it that way. I didn't back in the day. I certainly do now. That's why yeah. I, please tell me no. Don't try to spare my feelings because if you don't want to go out with me, I do not want to go out with you. Yeah, I think that just comes inherently through
1: time of wisdom of realizing mm-hmm. it's really not that big of a deal to get rejected because you've re- I'm sure some other woman has come up to you and you not wanted to date her. It's it it has
0: happened. Although looking at right. me, you wouldn't think that you'd think <laughs> I'd jump at any chance. But honestly, there's there have been more than a few that I simply I liked as people, thought they were great human beings uh, and respected them as women. But I knew a dating prospect. I simply wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. And that, that also depends on where I am in my life. I went through a period of a few years where I dated no one and i didn't want to date anyone mm-hmm. and i certainly had lots of opportunity and i'm i'm not bragging it was just as a mature man when you're fairly successful and all your ducks are in a row and you can do things and you have time and people are aware of you're single and you're a nice guy or people think you are <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're available people want to set you up that still happens yeah um, and when you get older it seems to happen more if you're friends with women other women will set you up like I know somebody. And that happened to me so often before I met Kim Nita that after a while I had to tell everybody, "Not nah, please don't set me up. I'm sure they're wonderful people, but my mm-hmm. head isn't in the right place. They wouldn't have a good time. I wouldn't have a good time. Please don't do it. It, it happened so often that there was a rumor that I was gay. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're laughing. You know I'm not. I have zero leaving less of an interest in that men are gross i don't know how women do it but god bless them i'm glad they do because i'm a man and i I like women but the the thing is because i rejected so many over a short period of time but they just kept throwing them at me like introducing me at lunch and i and and i was caught unawares and when i'm caught unawares i'm simply going to just remain stoic neutral and not be interested in anything at least give me a warning a heads up yeah Mm -hmm. It's not going to be organic because I'm Mm -hmm. not expecting no matter how casual you try to make it appear to be or how accidental the meeting seems, you can get the gist of what's going on in a hurry if you know how to read body language. And I could instantly tell that they were there, not just as happenstance, especially when our mutual friend happens to be with her, which I never see during lunchtime. And now here right. you are smiling and standing right next to them. And you're not going and doing whatever you were there to do. Right. So that yeah. used to happen quite a bit, but it also happened when I was a younger man and women friends would know, and they'd introduce me or talk about it. And that was cool. That's really how it used to be. But now you'll be talking to women out and about. And the first thing you do Try to get the phone number, or oh, you're on Facebook, and get their actual name, because people use fake names. Even more
1: that's, than, that's you're. I think you're going too far. That's that's um quite upfront comparatively to how it usually goes. Genuinely, most people are just on dating sites on Tinder. It it's it's right. Even that didn't the, exist when I was a kid. Right. It's it's to the point where like approaching people. Seems a bit rude now because there's so many other assets and, and venues to 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 accommodate that type of lifestyle where you want to try to introduce yourself to women that it's now become culturally kind of unacceptable to approach. So women. you're too
0: aggressive if
1: you just approach somebody now? not that you're too aggressive that it's like if that woman wanted to be available she would be on a dating site it's kind of the undertone that would be she would already have somebody. like you know right is that she would and it's not that's not necessarily true it's just that's kind of a cultural undertone now where a lot of men are like for the younger generation a, yeah a lot of men don't even try to approach women because it's it's become this uh a little bit of a voodoo thing with it due to there's so many venues and asset and you know other avenues to go about but introducing it's like yourself to why are you talking are to
0: me about a date when you could go online like everybody else yeah. They're not going to go about saying that, but I think a lot That's of men
1: are consciously like, I don't mm-hmm. want to approach this woman at the gym, even though she's really pretty, because she's busy, or I don't want
0: to approach this woman at the grocery right. store because she's well, like, trying to do her thing. You know. Well, and, I can kind of get that. There's a there's mm-hmm. a time you got to seek your opportunity, and there's right. way too many men approaching women at the gym. Leave them alone. Yeah, they're there to work out. Let them work out. But you could try to, you know, meet them after the gym. And a grocery store used to be a prime place to meet women. Everybody's got to eat. It's casual. People looking at things. Mm-hmm. And if they don't respond back to you, fine. Right. If they don't want to talk to you. They will let you know. Now I grocery hear... store approaches are you're a creep. That's yeah, pretty much yeah, it's how It's too goes. aggressive. Yeah. You're just a creep ball, which is interesting because that mm-hmm. was a, that was one of my favorite places to meet because everybody's got to eat. And I would also see. What's she had in her bag? If She couldn't cook or didn't want to cook. I know, <laughs> I know, real quick. That's a good, that's a good tip. Yeah, you yeah, see what she's yeah. got going on. Like, because I cooked, I bought produce, meat. I didn't buy things frozen in a box and a lot of TV dinners. And if she had that, then I knew either she was a busy person or hated cooking, and that's okay. But I, at least, I knew what I was dealing with, or I had an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cart full of wine and chocolates. It's either Valentine's Day or that's all she wants. <laughs> mm-hmm. so so that was interesting
1: <laughs> and not to say that it doesn't happen I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to mislead people and think that i'm saying this and i'm speak, i'm representing i'm just giving like, right this is the general, general
0: undertone of sure, what, I, that's, what i'm that's observing. all we're talking about same right. with me I'm, I'm speaking generally there's exceptions i hear women my age uh, and younger you know mid-40s and up uh, i'm mid-50s all lamenting the fact that men won't approach them any, anymore And Mm -hmm. they hate that because they're used to that when they were in their teens and twenties and early thirties, they were constantly getting hit on. They couldn't go out in public without dudes approaching them all the time. And when what you're telling me, there's one more reason than I think there is one, you're sort of aging out of the dating game. Um, yeah.
1: uh, Men are going to go for
0: one younger, but now, Culturally, society has changed where it's awkward to approach them, and you're seeing a sort of a creep to approach them, and they get that feeling or vibe; they're just not going to do it, even if they want to. They're just yeah. not going to do it.
1: Uh, and I'm speaking from uh, my girlfriend's perspective on it. The only time she does get openly how old hit is she? on, she's she's 30 now, and mm-hmm. the only time she gets hit on is from older men, 45 and up, right? Op- out outwardly. It's, right. n- it's never around her age and it's not to say she's not cute she's quite a cute little yeah, girl she's, she's a cutie yeah and you you can tell when i'm with her that other dudes are, are watching her but and it's not that i'm i'm when i'm not around i don't think these guys would approach her i just don't think it's a cultural thing for most guys to approach women that way anymore hmm, that's around my age
0: group that's very I, curious i mean that's me. how i met her was so, through a dating app so you know? now it's online or almost nothing pretty much uh i mean yeah. you can have
1: your certain uh environments you know a club I'm sure. I'm sure is still uh, you know right a, a breeding ground if you will <laughs>
0: so to speak <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well it, it, that that i think online dating has ruined dating for many people because people get overwhelmed with choice and mm. anyone will tell you that online dating for women is entirely different than men the average woman gets two or three hundred dms in her online profile even if she is just clean she could mm-hmm. be someone uh, a five on a good day with good makeup she will have two or three hundred dms in her on her profile the next day where a guy nothing If he's average, I mean, zero, he won't even get a response. If he sends them out himself more than likely, if he's just an average guy. Yeah. From my friends and talking with
1: them about it. um, Me getting, I would get maybe one or two a day. And I was like, man, I must be. Something's wrong with of, me. Uh, and my guys are like, "Dude, you're getting women talking to you openly." And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "That's not happening with me." I'm like, that's "Oh, great. Okay.
0: and that's and that's average." And I don't, yeah. I don't want to get into the differences of men and women in online dating, but it seems like that's if that's the main venue to meet people, that's really going to skew the numbers, and mm-hmm. we're going to have a lot of lonely women later on because once you think that you can pick from anybody, you pick nobody. You just mm-hmm. k- stay constantly on that carousel going from one to the next, to the next, to the next. And pretty soon it's too late. You've aged yourself out. And now the young girls are coming up that the guys want to date. And I'm not saying it's fair. I'm just saying that's the way it goes. And it's yeah, also, I think that for that, men, yeah, I think that, yeah, they that have, facet is um, go ahead. Yeah. It's also for men. If, if the good looking successful men, they have more options too. So. Mm-hmm and it's been shown that like 80% of the women only want to date about 20% of the men. So those 20% of the men are going to date forever Mm -hmm. until they can't date anybody anymore for whatever reason. Uh, So therefore 80% of the women are going to have nobody unless they understand what's going on, unless they mature and understand what's going on and go, okay, what am I doing here? I've, I've had my fun. I, I need to get serious about this. Dating is now over. And I need to pick and Mm -hmm. nothing's perfect. No one's perfect, but this is the perfect guy for me. So this is, this is what I'm going to do. When, when I was younger, there weren't that many choices. It was in your family click, introducing you, your friends click or your job click. That was pretty much it. And, and so you may, if you knew a lot of people, you may have had a hundred and or so people to choose from overall. If you knew the average amount of people, you probably had a few dozen really to choose from. Unless you were putting yourself out there to meet as many people as possible, but you really didn't know about him, you didn't vet him. It would be mm-hmm. you would have to be asked formally out on a date from people you didn't know, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen anymore from what I can see.
1: Yeah. A lot of uh where the the old movies of blind dates for two friends that don't right. know each other. That happened two... often when I was yeah. when
0: I was younger. That doesn't that happen anymore. Doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> <That> <laughs> At all. Doesn't happen. Blind I, dates are gone. I've they're never heard They're just not it necessary. Happening. Well, yeah. you know, they're not necessary anymore. Which, mm-hmm. which brings me to the other. You can find out something about anyone without ever meeting them. You can yeah. go online and just find out anything you need to know without knowing any of their friends, any of their family. And, and what in the they past, want to portray to you anyway. right? Whatever they're, whatever they put online, anyway. Mm-hmm. Where in the past, that wasn't possible. You you knew somebody from their friends or family and their reputation and people talking about them who knew them, and that was it. There was no other way, unless they were famous, you know, there was no other way to do it. Well, now you can go online, you know where they live, you can find out their phone number, their email, where they went to school, how old they are, where they work, who their family is, where they like to hang out, if you know how to check that. You can find out all sorts of things about them, their hobbies, whatever they put online, especially if they have a Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, social media, you can stalk them mm. and it's acceptable now. And that way, electronically, as long as you don't harass them and find out an enormous amount of information about someone and they know nothing about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. If you think about it, it's a little weird. Where in the past, if, you, if I had a girl asking about me in the 80s, it would eventually get back to me. You know, this girl's been asking about you. I think she likes you. Really? Who is it? And then that would foster some sort of contact where I might call her or, or I might give them my number, say, you know, tell her I'd like to meet her or talk to her. Here's my number. Mm-hmm. And then usually they would give you their number and I'd have to call them. They, they, girls never called back in the day. Right. Never. It just didn't happen. <laughs> but you could start the conversation by offering your number and see how it goes yeah it's it's uh,
1: going back to the the pickings being slim for some and and you know
0: it's always been that way for others it's, it's always, always been, been that way but, but it's also it's more a, obvious it,
1: now i think the more obvious it being there is a little bit of a double-sided sword for multiple reasons of course women have always held the power with choosing you know men are Men are men, we we essentially we lower our standards when it gets to well that's
0: get... yeah, and that's something I don't think women understand. Like men will go out with a lot of different people, but they're only going to be in a relationship with certain kinds of people. And women yeah. don't understand that they like to make that equivalent, like, well, they went out with me, yeah, but that's not the same thing. Yeah. Or 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 they took me to took me to bed, yeah. That's not the same thing. That doesn't mean he wants to see you. <laughs> A couple of times a week in perpetuity. It just means yeah. you were, you were there. You were a fun for time that, for that reason. Yes. Y'all had a great time. That's all it was. That's all it will ever be. And that's mm-hmm. something that, that women, women used to know this, their mothers or aunts or friends or older girls would tell girls that I don't think they're telling them that anymore.
1: That's what I was going to get at is I think the tender fat is kind of not dying out, but it's kind of changing oh. because well, you know, the, the old traditional women have to be a little bit more, a you know, little bit b- less promiscuous. They have to not just hand out their seeds to anybody's situation. It's being a little bit more affirmed in their own. What do you
0: mean their flower. We have the seed. They have the flower. Right. Their flower.
1: <laughs> <laughs> their eggs, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the flower's a good one. <laughs> nice euphemism. Uh, but I think they're learning through their own experience and
0: that's becoming a cultural change. So yeah, I that's think it's not slowly necessary. Becoming- I blame their parents or older sisters or aunts yeah. or whatever because that that was a common thing. That's what women mm. used to talk about all the time. And yeah. it's, it's kind of a shame that they weren't told about that. But the general thing was, and, and everybody knew this when I was a young man, that women control the sex, but men control the relationships yeah until until you get married then women control that then too There's a lot of classic comedy stand-up quotes from from just that fact. but that's alone. the truth uh, yeah of course there's always exceptions and people could argue about it and comment yeah, right. and that's fine and i am be willing to talk about it but it is a fundamental generalized truth i
1: can't remember who it was it was the funny one probably one of the best ones is um well, I, you know, they're breaking up. I faked an orgasm every time with you. Like, well, I faked love, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that's horrible. It's funny because it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I fake like I liked you. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're both bad yeah. people. <laughs> and I didn't have to fake mine. So, you know, what? what <laughs> I, I win, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. You, you could. I wish I could give credence to whoever had that one, but I can't right. remember. That. And, and that makes me think the big difference there is the hyperconnectivity everybody has now that didn't exist then. If you were a woman that liked a guy and you gave him your number and they had it, they would plant themselves by the telephone waiting for the call. And woe be tied to anyone who stays on the phone longer than two minutes, because if the phone was busy, the call might not go through and the guy wouldn't call back because they had things to do too that simply doesn't exist anymore everybody's got a phone in their pocket texting you can get in touch with them through facebook messenger uh instagram all sorts of methods of contacting someone once you have access to them and it's constant if they want they're always available or always there are they seemingly in your mind that oh i'll just shoot them a text and and if they don't answer back in 15 minutes something's wrong It can't be that they're just busy or talking to somebody or in a meeting or working or doing something that's engrossing their time or taking a nap or watching a movie they're engrossed in. No, it's all the time where in the past you called them, you set up a time, you met there and that was that. And you didn't talk to them again since you may if you happen to go to school together or work together or or come across each other verify you know hey we're still on yeah that and, but it wasn't necessary that just one of those things or you might call them a day before and say hey i know we talked last week but it's been a week i just want to make sure everything's still good for tomorrow yeah thanks for calling and it'd be pleasant and that'd be that now it is constant and in through all sorts of means that they yeah. are there you're you're never really alone even the when dynamic you're by yourself
1: oh so different now
0: yes even when you're by yourself you're not alone there. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty wild.
1: That's probably the <laughs> and, and my girl knows this is she says, if you ever break up with me, you're just not gonna date anymore. Because I the the growing pains of having to deal with a new relationship, I hate them. I hate them. I hate yes. having to constantly text back. Right. I hate having to constantly keep you up to date what I'm doing. I hate the the yeah, well, conversations. And
0: I, and I think that's probably the biggest difference in my age group. We just don't do that. We just mm-hmm. don't have that expectation of being joined at the hip and being able to, whatever thought goes into somebody's head, I have to have a response from somebody else within the next five minutes. That doesn't occur to them because they, wasn't, they weren't raised in that environment. So they don't have that expectation, but right. you do. You have it. And that's yeah. got to drive you crazy. So what you have to do is let them know, hey, I have boundaries. I can't be at your beck and call. I am my own Grown person with my own goals, my own hobbies, my own work (laughs) schedule, my own everything, and I need to be able to pursue them. I cannot do it. I'm gonna already tell you, no 19 to
1: 25 year old has enough communication skills to express that without. What I just said, without being a super dick or just it coming off completely wrong, you know? Right. So there's just it's just is what it is.
0: Oh, they're gonna be mad regardless because they. They've probably never been told that. And, and undoubtedly, the woman is not going to be happy about it. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you have to do it. Or you just become so overwhelmed. You're like, I can't do this anymore. And you break up. But you really liked her, except for that. And you just she, can't do it. Just yaps too much. That's... <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not the yapping. It's the continuous <laughs> feeling that no matter where you are, what you're doing, you have to answer to them about every little thought that pops yeah. in their head. And that's OK. Or if you say, oh, I'll catch it later because you're busy, then they get angry and you're like, what's going on here? Oh, I've had many a
1: fights with me not see?
0: texting for a couple of days because. Well, a I'm couple of days, yeah, a couple of days I can understand over because it's it's like you're punishing them or you don't care or you're just I just need a break. And, and you could have texted that. You like, hey, But yeah. when you're 22, you're not texting yeah. that. You're just, right i'm gonna take a break the lack of skills you're telling me about right you could right. have waited 15 minutes say you know what we've been texting a lot lately to be honest with you i need a break from texting or contact i need to be able to do what i need to do i'll call or text you and let you know in a good time it may be a couple of days mm-hmm. could you never thought to do that yeah no. that's because you were so frustrated emotionally overwhelmed you didn't know what yeah. to do so you, you did nothing you... Right. You just I'm, not, I'm just not like t- I'm it's just cut off. Cold turkey right, for a right. bit. Well, I, yeah, I, I would tell them at least even if they were to get mad, because at that point, I agree. it's it's I'd be so frustrated that I'd have to say something <laughs> or it, w- it would get worse. And I would just like, all right, I'm done. And they would have like, what? You're like they have no idea what went on. And it's not fair to anybody, uh, especially if if you genuinely like each other and you've had a mm-hmm. relationship for any length of time. But that hyperconnectivity, I can see it driving relationships apart in a hurry if you don't set boundaries pretty quickly. And they need to be reasonable boundaries. And here's the thing. Boundaries with every person is different. Mm -hmm. Even if you have the same type of relationship, they're just a different kind of person. It's just someone that you can talk to or not more often. And a lot of it has to do with the fact of how do they respond to you and how quickly do they want you to respond and expectations and all that if there's somebody who just sends you five ten texts in ten minutes and expecting you to respond within two minutes to each text that's going to be a problem if it continues throughout the day and it's yeah it's all it's very dependent
1: on how y'all mesh as well um, mm-hmm. exactly me what and, i mean me and my girl, she is very compliant with my lack of texting, but it's obvious that she likes the feedback. So I do feedback, even though I don't want to, I feedback more often because well, I know it gives her enjoyment.
0: I'm going to tell you, son, they all like the feedback. So well, they all like well, the anybody likes feedback, right. but it's no, but I they like all that. crave it is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> but you know, because for a long time, we didn't, I just recently started calling her at night before I go to bed, just to talk to her for a bit because we right. don't live together right now. And she came, she outwardly said, oh, I, I love that you started calling me at night, you know, just, but it was not, it was not a big, she's never brought it that's good, up. right. Mm-hmm.
0: It's good she told you because it encourages you to do it more often. And she's letting you know, I really like this. Right. So that's a good thing. Good communication.
1: <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> and that's helpful. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I wanted to, we touched on a little bit was um, the double-edged sword of the online culture. Of the promiscuity being so extremely high, probably comparatively t- just because the sheer numbers available. To well, there's now.
0: more opportunity now.
1: Right. Exactly. The sheer numbers. There's a double-edged sword of that. Of we you know, the, of course the, you know, the the extreme negatives of venereal diseases, blah blah blah, all that. Beyond well, that. Well, now it's, it's
0: called socially transmitted diseases. <laughs> although nobody gets a disease from Facebook. Well, but STDs, the, sexually yeah, transmitted the, diseases. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but but now they're using a different euphemism. Even. It's it's
1: it's silly. But yes. right. But we're not going with that. I'm just talking on <laughs> to. I'm just talking on to, You know, the perspective you have when you have that many, as you were saying, you can discard them easily because mm-hmm. you have, there's always the next one. There's a lot of good and bad with that because you you can immediately pick out those people. I've I've noticed like I I already know those type. When you just start having a conversation with that type of woman, you already know she's not yeah. really. Really, really interested. She's just kind of having you as a good time. It's like, okay, you're just one of those that's just having a good time. I'm not really. I'm trying to date. I'm trying to find someone to be with. So there's a lot of good and bad with that. It's a lot easier to pick them out, I suppose, because of the experience. Yeah, if
0: you if you're paying attention at all, you can tell if somebody's really not being Mm -hmm. responsive or is not into you. You don't do Mm -hmm. it. I at one period I tried online dating for about a month, and I had success. If you want to call it that, but it I was not impressed. Mm. And most of them, most of them wouldn't respond back to me, or if they did, it was half-hearted and expected me to do all the typing work and try to impress mm. them. And I wasn't into mm. that. You know how I am. My my stuff is out there. If you ask me a question, I'll tell you. I'll be happy to talk to you. But if you're expecting me to do 90% of the work, you yes. got the wrong I'm guy. That means you're not interested in me. If yeah. you're really interested. You will participate. You'll be happy to.
1: It's it's a little bit of both. I noticed with it's it takes a lot for. I know and I know women are gonna hate me on this, but women don't aren't grown to learn how to have a personality when it comes to. Oh
0: man! Did you come just say to that? initially? <laughs> <laughs> well you know like
1: a guy has it's, it's called a guy has game right we all talk we right all talk about the game women don't need the game because the men no. are using the game on them so they don't need to develop those skills well when you're when you're talking about 90 percent of you yeah. speaking to the women, that's game majority of the time It's just is, looking pretty and showing up and that's 90 right of that and mostly. majority of the women are looking there to be entertained and that's right. really what it is and that's that's what i've noticed well, most guys are talking about too Is i'll say that from my way.
0: age that's never been the case with most guys it's just from a different world you had to learn social skills or other women would ostracize you and if you had mm-hmm. no women friends men would go what's wrong with her mm-hmm. uh or if you didn't know how to interact with a man the man would just treat you badly or get up and leave mm-hmm. if you if you pretended like you were better than them or had mm-hmm. zero interest in them to try to play hard to get there's playing hard to get, which I think is a mistake anyway, but there's also playing hard to get and being rude about it to see how interested that would yeah. guarantee you a man getting up and walking away and not saying another word to you. Right.
1: And what's interesting, So interesting to me with that is because I know a uh, little from little girls, just observing, you know, my little niece and just seeing how she compared to uh, my little nephew you know, it's just seeing the social interactions. Obviously, girls develop social uh, oh, much more. development much faster. Oh, much faster. Yeah, yeah. they
0: love to chatter and talk. They're, and they, they're they learn about, cues
1: on how to how you're reacting. They know how to get you to say yes.
0: certain things with them. Body they're, language, everything, tone, and how you use the words you use and why you use this word over that word. They're into that. They're Women are about 15 years ahead of men in social skills,
1: which truly. is so weird to me that they're not, they just don't develop. They just don't, I guess, cause they don't need it. They don't need no, to develop. They're, they're the not skill.
0: thinking about that. They're thinking yeah. of more active type things generally. And of course there are exceptions. We're speaking generalities, but they're thinking of doing physical stuff, playing games, doing things outside, running around mm-hmm. where girls are thinking about relationships, talking to this person. How does this person like me? And of course mm-hmm. they both do both of these things, but they do it in greater mm-hmm. uh, proportional differences. Like 80% of a, of a guy is going to be one thing and 80% of the girl is going to be another. And I'm just pulling that figure out of my behind. It's, <laughs> right. It could be anything, but you know what I mean? It's just, they right. emphasize certain traits in general uh, over others and they continue to develop them where a, a boy that's 15 years old, is gonna have the same social skills he had when he was around 10 years old. Well, a girl at 15 years old is gonna have the the equivalent of a man's social skills who's 30, you know? It's because he's had all that time, he has to develop and he's doing it slowly and not understanding these things and making mistakes and having to figure it out. And it's just truly a terrible thing for men. Well, now with the way everybody connects, I think men have better social skills. They're almost forced to uh, in the way that- I don't that know if they, they have interact. better social skills, but they definitely- They have the they, option to have better social skills, but they, they didn't in my- Comparatively, day. In, the, yeah, comparatively
1: yes. in your time, they definitely have better social yeah, that's, skills. Yeah, that's what I mean. In general, yeah.
0: they have better social skills now than they did when I was a kid. You could get by I can when I was a young that. man with poor social skills, as long as you worked, made money, and at least knew how to be respectful. You could be awkward and still pull a date because they said well he's just a little awkward and people would forgive you that That is not no if you're if you're that kind of awkward now you're alone you'd have to find an
1: equally awkward woman which good luck right (laughs) but
0: they still want the top 20 percent of dudes
1: well because well that's the thing is because women are with men being so much more advanced and socially sooner than your time women are even sooner you know they they develop those skills even quicker now and
0: they 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 do i think but i think both sides do but men have a lot more had a lot more ground to make up than they have so they're a little closer even though i still agree women women are much more social creatures than men in general Uh, yeah but but the gap has closed a little bit and technology has made it that way right
1: and to bring it back to the relationships i i think i think it's really funny on when you know you you get into this relationship with somebody and you have two different types of personalities growing up, two different, completely different ways a man and a woman trying to interact with each other. And, you know, they're not like your friends. <laughs> they're not like your, your girlfriends. And this woman is not like your boyfriends. So you can't treat them that way. So you're both learning the whole time right. <laughs> how to interact with each other. I think on a lot of ends, uh, what I've noticed with, with growing up with women, with growing up with relationships and, and trying to have relationships with women is the biggest thing is women are usually better. At, um keeping uh keeping communication alive with one another uh, men I think our men are terrible at that we're just kind of oh yeah oh uh,
0: um, we'll have our friend just slide off the radar for years yeah and not talk to them then pick up and call them like hey how you doing hey man how you? we'll know their voice instantly and we'll pick up like we just talked last week mm-hmm. that's the thing we, we have the same feeling for them we did five years ago and yeah. we consider them a close friend and <laughs> and if you ask most people that, Certainly, most women—they're not a close friend. You haven't seen him in five years. What do you mean? I grew up with the guy. Of course, he's a mm-hmm. close friend. It never changes for us, yeah. <laughs> and and for them, close means you see them several times a week or talk to them mm-hmm. several times a week at least. Uh, but not for us. I, yeah. I have many friends that I have would gone a few years, certainly a few months, never talked to them, but I consider them close friends, and it would do anything for them if they asked, right. without hesitation. Yeah.
1: I, and I was, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out how to, to word it for what women, what men bring into the aspect for women. And that's so different from having with their girlfriends. Uh, and I, a little bit, I don't want to, it's, it's essentially loyalty, essentially. We're never trying to backstab you. We're never trying to get around. Right, well, unless I they're just a bad generally. person. Right. Yeah, I see that You've generally. known,
0: You've known certain guys do that. But yeah, when it gets out say. that that guy's that way, no, no guy will have anything to do. Right, right, right. Right. He loses yeah. a bunch of friends if it turns out to be true.
1: Yeah. And, and most and most reasonable relationships with men and women, I think a lot of women are learning with it when dealing with a dude as a man learns with a woman for communication skills, a woman learns um, better friendship, I guess, is the best way to say it of, of, of being meeting somebody who's genuinely just trying to be your friend the whole time, not trying mm-hmm. to get over on you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. What a lot of women. A lot, I've, I've noticed a lot of women to women relationships are they're very toxic if you will they're almost transactional they're Oh yeah 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 well that's always
0: been the case that hasn't changed right and that's what
1: i'm saying is we're both learning that while while being in a you know this new freshly relationship of learning this and i don't think that's ever going to change is
0: no it's just the way people are it has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with technology um i'm just thinking of the way that how you deal with it, my age is versus your age. I don't think there's any real difference. I simply would just stay out of it unless asked about it because that's her girlfriend relationship. I don't, right. unless it impacts me, I don't care. And if it does impact me, I have something to say about it. Yeah. So if it impacts me only because it makes her feel bad, I'm going to say, you know, I don't really like the way she treats you. I don't know why you keep hanging out with her. And if it puts her in a depression, I would say, you know what? You really need to do something about this. Cause now, it's affecting you greatly and you I don't want to see this at all so mm-hmm. what do we need to do to fix this you know or try to offer some help or something but that's a whole different thing I don't know if you can tell that to your girl girlfriend
1: um she has co-workers and such that she talks to and just recently she had a little bit of a problem with one of them that we've been to her birthday party and you know we've been to some of her kids parties and such so she's quite friendly with this coworker i would say that she's a friend with her they they talk to each other at least almost daily they have lunch almost daily um but recently she she kind of put her in a bad spot and she was she was talking to me about it and the way she went about dealing with it is much different than what i would do right and i'm a lot more confrontational with them like hey i would immediately right then hey what are you why are you you talking about what's going on right yeah Mm -hmm. right why are you talking about me and that
0: that? really gets it over with quickly even though you might if you're not careful, you can go in the deep end in a hurry. Yeah. But if you keep your wits about you and talk to them, you usually can resolve things pretty quick. And that's generally what men do. Mm-hmm. So, and women don't like to do that. They like to right. try to try to feel each other out and say, did I understand them properly? Or maybe they have not a bad what she, day. Exactly what she was doing. She's yeah. like, maybe this is not yeah. what she really meant they're to say. They're always giving them an excuse, but at mm-hmm. some point, let them tell you what the excuse is. Don't try to guess what it is. But that's how right. we are. So those yeah. relationships things are pretty much the same between the generations which yeah. <laughs> i'm not surprised about to be honest with you. that's just men women thing not so much generational thing mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's interesting i'm curious about the expectations of dating like do y'all know who pays before you go out like for us on my side the guy still they always expect the guy to so pay.
1: this is very debatable even still today um a lot of women expect for you to pay for the first date it- what I've learned as a rule is whoever asks the other person out, right. the, the person to pay. That's
0: something put out by women because they never ask, So especially the when is, they're younger. Yeah.
1: The, yeah, the thing is most of the time it's the dude asking out. The right, and game. they know
0: that. They know that.
1: Yeah. Right. So uh, me personally with Lauren, and, and she's uh, very traditional with this, is she likes for me to pay most of the time even though she makes more money than me. <laughs> by quite right. a bit. Yeah. She makes so, a lot more money than you. <laughs> so, but she, she's offered more, more often now to pay because of the of difference of financial. You sure. Know, and she,
0: she sounds like she's been raised more traditionally. So she has those expectations. Right. I just meant in generational differences. Is that just her because she was raised a conserva- conservative, conservative outlier. Yeah. I would
1: say she's a little bit of an outlier. Um, That's kind I of was, the
0: impression I got too.
1: I just wasn't sure. That's yeah, it's, uh, she's a bit traditional. Putting that little footnote was, I think she's a bit of an outlier on that end. I think, right, most women I see now, it
0: more Dutch in the younger generation. Most
1: women are, are a lot more open to halving it, or, mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. hey, if uh, this is a great date, you know, if we we're going to go see each other again, I'll pay for this one, you pay for the next one. Situations mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. the time, um, uh, that seems to be what I've noticed and observed, and what I've been in personally a couple of times with uh, a couple of women. Uh, even with lauren it was you know i paid for her first couple of dates and then she started paying for a couple of dates so it was kind yeah of, and that's cool mm-hmm. uh, i don't think it's as as especially women becoming more and more um you know uh more of the population in colleges and becoming
0: yeah women outnumber men and in, in universities and graduation now whether
1: uh, or not a lot of those degrees are worth anything and they're not most of them aren't stem jobs but they're still obviously working there they're so professionals
0: when, at some point
1: right they're making money so mm-hmm. you know some type of money whereas in you know 50 years ago they weren't yeah. well, as many. That, nearly, that's
0: different they they didn't have the resources to pay so there was the that's where the expectation came from but the world's changing
1: right and i if, think it's going to go with it is it's going to become a lot more equal whoever wants to pick up the bill this time and i'm and i'm fine with
0: that as long as everybody's aware of what's going on, you don't spring I'm, it on them.
1: I'm a little bit more towards the provider situation. Most times, I like to pay for. it. I like her to have a good time, but well, she also likes to. You know, she likes to treat me with that. She likes to give me gifts for go, going out with her multiple times. She likes to, um, you know, we'll go and she'll go pay for a movie with us later on because of that. So
0: it's a little, it's a little different. That does sound a little different. Uh but in mine that that's not the case. Now as you get older, surely, but when I was younger, your age, that didn't happen. Right. The, the man was expected to do all the heavy lifting with mm-hmm. regard to paying for things and providing gifts and flowers and doing all that. The women didn't do anything except show appreciation if they like you. Mm-hmm. And that appreciation could take a plethora of different forms. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> but now that I'm older and the women are usually professionals. Um, you would find it more equal that they would, they would be just as likely to take you out or do something for you or cook right. for you or, or give you a gift as much as me doing it. Uh, I, honestly, as a man, I don't think about it that often anymore. Um, And it's something that I have to, I just don't think about it. So for special occasions, I have to go out of my way. Oh yeah, I got that. I have to do something. And it's typical of older, but I was married for a long time too. And you get out of the habit now. And I was dating for a while and didn't have people for these occasions. So I just didn't have to think about it. So now I have to force myself to think about it. Where you, it's a whole new world. Um, This is a first, these are first time things for the younger people. Where for me, it's been done so much, or I, I skipped over them so long, I think, well, it doesn't apply to me anymore. I've done this so often. It's, <laughs> I right. think I think I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to be a part of this cog yeah. Of this machine anymore. <laughs> yeah, this is all fabricated anyway. Get money <laughs> out of my pocket. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Become very disdainful really quickly with that if you want to do it <laughs> right. <laughs> But no, she uh she reminds me quite often, hey Valentine's is coming up. What do we do for Valentine's Day? You you know, all all those Yeah,
0: man. I I made a mistake there. I completely forgot about it till the day of and and still feel bad about it. Um I didn't in the past though, and honestly, she's missed a bunch because she was off doing something else with her daughter that I wasn't a part of. And I I just we didn't have so many of them that I didn't remember. Why would I remember? We just didn't do it. She didn't do it for me either. In fact, often I would give gifts and she wouldn't, have, I forgot. Okay. So I, I just put it out of my mind. I didn't get mad about it. It was like, all right, she doesn't care. So I don't need
1: it. <laughs> mistake. mistake.
0: Yeah. It's always a mistake. Doesn't matter. If she doesn't care. You you better care. Right. That's, so, so that hasn't changed either. The, mm-hmm. the expectation still goes only one way, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Which I found funny. One of the things I found on the uh, CDC, uh, the United States Center for Disease Control was that marriages are at an all-time low and when i say all time i mean since they have been tracking it since 1900 there are fewer people getting married now than ever per thousand a little bit
1: too with not only the culture of dating but also i think people aren't taking as much of a value system to the formal marriage paper documentation. Well,
0: yes, the participation in religion has dropped. And and that's how marriages used to be. They weren't recorded at the courthouse. They were recorded at the church in the past. So since that religious institution are not being followed as closely as they were in the past, then those things that religion spawned will also not be followed, such as the concept of marriage. But because marriages have dropped so much, it's like 6.9 out of a thousand, they claim, mm-hmm. which is the lowest in history. The highest it ever was, was 12.5, I think, from nineteen forty three forty five to 1948, which was just after World War II with all the GIs coming back from the war, wanting to get married. So the, the rates of marriage was the highest it's ever been. But divorces are also at an all-time low, as well as marriages being at an all-time low. Can't so get divorced if you're married. not married. No. And that means they're not getting divorced either. It's uh, kind of following. Yeah, I think just
1: here. marriage itself is just declining. Well, that,
0: and <laughs> uh, I think a lot of the younger generations have seen my generation and older just get beat up so badly in divorce court. They don't want to put themselves out yeah, there. The,
1: the, there's a lot of, yeah, the, the red pill scare yeah although red there's pills being interchangeable use and i'm not you
0: know. even talking about that i'm just talking about in general simply being aware if you see your father or uncles get destroyed in divorce court you're gonna go i'm not letting that happen to me yeah i've seen my uncle get destroyed a couple times <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh yeah it, it's it can happen and, that, and it's completely out of their control so and i'm not saying it happens with everybody i'm just saying people observe learn and remember the lesson so that's greatly going to change relationships and potentials with relationships
1: yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of okay with this i mean i'm having obviously pressure on me to marry because we've been together for five years and she's always Mm. you know i'm getting married Well, I'm
0: engaged. So, you know, I'm a battle scarred veteran and I'm walking into the jaws again. So but, but even I was introducing at the time, like marriage is just a concept. We right. Really?
1: <laughs> we really don't. Yeah, need we all this.
0: go through that stage. And remember, I told you, wait till you're 30. Man, whatever you do, wait till you're 30. Right. And I did read a study where it said that the best time to get married is between 28 and 32.
1: Right. And that makes so. a lot of sense. Your maturity is over with. Yeah, you, you don't even know what know you want you when, when you're younger.
0: Yeah, And you could grow into an entirely different person being exposed to different experiences and ideas and find out that what you thought you loved when you were 23 is nothing like what you think when you're 30 Mm -hmm. or 32. So you don't even know who you are yet. Mm -hmm. That's extremely important. And you don't want to be miserable for the rest of your life because you're with the wrong person. That I think is still the single greatest benefit or mistake you can make is partner up with the wrong person with a lifetime contract. Yeah.
1: That's, it's a big one. It's, it's scary to a lot of people. Um, should be. Yeah. (laughs) I, I mean, to this, to, to this extent of me being with uh, my girl for five years, it's only recently we've started hat we it takes so long to really get to know somebody. It really does. It and does. I cannot stress this enough. Like five years and we're still developing each other as a relationship. You're still
0: learning about each other. Right. Yeah. Right. Five years. You need well <laughs> y- y'all have also been a little long distance for a while and other things. Mm-hmm. But honestly you don't know what a person is like until you've seen them and been next to them when things are good and when things are bad. Right. So if you've only been with them, when things are bad, you can, they can show a sterling character to adversity and dealing with issues and coming through strong. But when things get good, they may just go off the rails. Right. Like somebody who's been sheltered their whole life going to college and then loses their mind when they have more opportunities because the parents aren't over their shoulder anymore. The same thing can happen. You think, oh, yeah, well, you don't know if things are good now. You don't know how they're going to be when things go bad. They could just lose it. Yeah, stress
1: gets to them. They don't know how to deal with it. They blame you for everything.
0: Right. They don't try to figure it out with you. Right. And the stress bothers me, but I get over it. I just have to go through the process of being sad about it, angry about it, then trying to find alternatives and how to overcome it. But it's sometimes it can be unrelenting. And Mm -hmm. you don't know how it's going to be. And that's what life does sometimes. And I'm not saying you need to live a lifetime with somebody before you get married. What I'm saying is you need to pay attention to how they really are at the core when these type of experiences come up and how they act. Otherwise, you're not going to know. Yeah. Because you're going to experience them when you're married, for sure. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of people aren't doing as well.
1: They're not bringing in the expectations of relationship very soon in the relationship. I think that's a big mistake What a lot of people are doing. What do you mean? Um, To give an example, what I did with uh, my girl is, well, like the second date, I was like, all right, you know, I just came, I just came out of a relationship of, you know, her cheating on me, um, me cheating on her. We were both terrible for each other. Rule number one, I know this is supposed to be unspoken. No cheating.
0: (laughs) No, you were very clear about it up front. And that's fine. Yeah. Right. Also, in that you know, second like, date, I don't think that's unusual. You're telling them this is what I'm like, and I can't deal with anything different.
1: Yeah. the ba- The basic of that was no cheating, but it goes into you know, I'm I'm more ride or die. I'm more. We can try to work this out as much as we can until we just can't anymore. I will try to work some. As long as you're trying
0: to work with me, I will work with you. You know. And that's how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, I you a have a lot to. Of people- you have to actually be trying, though. If you you, if you give me the words, of course, I, I, I want to work it out. But you're acting totally differently than I'm not. I'm but not, I think I'm saying those words is a lot different than just the undertone of this is understood. I
1: think saying those words is oh, very yeah. important for a lot of people. Right. Like, I'm saying this to you. This is a commitment to you. We need and to you're letting
0: this. and you're letting her know who you are, and I think that's okay. Of course, the delivery and tone. Well, of Well, she
1: said I was I was very strong, and she actually scared her off a little bit. Right, I'm sure it was. And that's
0: why I was that's where I was going with that. That if you yeah. do that on a second date, and depending on the context and delivery, you could just frighten them away. Even though that's what they want too, but it could freak them out. This mm-hmm. is a crazy stalker guy, and he didn't <laughs> have any sense. Right. Yeah, so yeah, I could see where that happened. That doing that on the second date is a little soon. Uh, <laughs> but again. I don't know the context or the conversation. So you may have right. just done it very casually. It's a, it's
1: a little different with her. Cause me and her had a first date. Um, and then I, <laughs> I texted her after the date and was like, I just, we're not, I'm not feeling it with you. You know, I think we should just <laughs> not see each other anymore. And she, she was very upset. She thought it went well. She thought it went very well. And she's, she knows she's awkward and I'm awkward of course as well Mm -hmm. people haven't figured that out yet from the way I speak and how I Mm -hmm. express myself I'm quite awkward so (laughs) when I told her that I was like "Mm, not really feeling with you it was we she tried she contacted me a year later and was like hey do you want hey how's it going I'm like oh and I immediately remembered her she's a very pretty pretty girl and Um, I remember very pretty girls that I didn't immediately hate because that's quite rare. (laughs) (laughs) So she was like, Oh yeah. uh, Do you want to go out to a movie or something? So we went to a movie and uh, we were speaking about, about three weeks prior to that second date, trying to feel each other out and seeing if I wanted to go on a second date with her. So I guess technically, you know, I was before that, I was speaking to her quite a couple of weeks before that first date. So I was, in contact with her for about a month total. Before that, I know I know a second date probably in your time is maybe a week or two is for right. a lot of people. But right, And and the way my game is and how I see a lot of men nowadays is they talk a lot. They talk a lot more before going on a first date. They get to know somebody a lot
0: more. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's a lot more casual. Where with us, we get to the formal. Hey, you want to go out on a date? In the past, pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. Why are you even talking to them unless there's some basis for a friendship other than dating? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That, that I noticed is a past thing. And that's what I mean. It's a lot more casual. You're just talking like, is this person a friend or more than a friend? And you're just going to feel them out and just chat. And because if they're friends, that's cool. But if they're not, that's cool too. Where in the past, no, if you saw a pretty girl, you wanted to date, you would figure out a way to approach them. And ask them on a date in some mm-hmm. way, form, or fashion, in person, typically, or at least try to get their number with the intention of talking to them to ask them out on the date. And they knew it. That's mm-hmm. why every guy was a potential predator <laughs> so in the past. They were, but they were okay. They wanted the attention. Um, I, I remember, and this is when I was about 35, 36 years old, I was at a convention and it was, there were, over 100 people in the room, and there was a really nice setup for food and drink, open bar and very fancy appetizers set up and plates all over the tables and a buffet on the side. And people were in suits because it was that kind of business style convention. And I was there with a little small saucer picking up some little canopies and other things to eat, grapes and cheeses and little meats and things. And I saw this woman standing at the end of the buffet and she had a wine glass in her hand and it was actually pretty crowded, even though it was a pretty, pretty large event. So I was looking for a place to go and she happened to have a place empty next to her uh, to stand uh, against the wall. So I went stand there. I said, hey, how you doing? I told her my name and she said, hey, how are you? She told me her name. And sat there and I was feeding my face and sipping the wine and do that play where you hold the, the glass and the plate in one hand and you're eating with the other and you are taking. So I did that. And after a while, I started talking. I said, you're, you're not hungry? And she goes, not particularly. I didn't, I didn't want to ruin the wine. You know, <laughs> I started laughing. So letting me know she's plans to catch a little buzz. So we started talking about that. And the next thing, you know, and she was very pretty, but at the time she was probably about my age now. So I was a good 20 years younger than her. And she was very pretty, dressed in a really nice evening gown. I had a suit on. And after a while, we were looking around. I said, wow, there are a ton of people here. The usual small talk. And we got around to men and women and talking about different things. And she said, you know, I used to hate getting hit on by men. Everywhere I would go, men would constantly approach me Asked for my number, asked to buy me dinner, offered me to go on vacations, tried to get me to ride in their car, ride in their plane. Um, All these things she said, I couldn't go anywhere without doing. I said, Well, I couldn't believe that. You're very pretty. She goes, Yeah, I used to model, but I aged out of that a long time ago. And I could see she was telling the truth. It was very casual and she was very honest. I said, I said, Oh, that's too bad. You know, what do you do now? And she told me, She said, And I found out something worse than constantly being approached and harassed by men. I was like, what's that? She goes, when it stops? (laughs) Because I was the only guy that was talking to her that night. And and I guess she was thinking about that, how she used to be surrounded by men in the past. And I happened to be next to her only because there was an open spot and talking to her because she was next to me. And she was having a difficult time with it or she would not have admitted it to me. So yeah, that, that's a shame. Um, but it's just a different thing, different expectation. Whole different
1: world from men. Yeah, never, never have to have that issue of, yeah. of reminiscing of, yeah, of yeah. women. Yeah, yeah, men are gavels. like that.
0: And I didn't tell her that because it would have just made her angry or made her feel bad. That I'm like, that's every man everywhere, unless they're rich. <laughs> right? Does that you know? That's, that's but you know, that's just those things. But you're right, it, it is a whole different world. And she was she was finding out what it's like to be treated kind of like a man uh, and, <laughs> and 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 she didn't like it because she was used to having people take her on vacations for free almost you know and, yeah she'll acclimate we all do uh, yeah <laughs> well she she did uh and, and she wasn't angry she was just reminiscing and I, and I think perhaps a touch bitter but not badly it didn't seem to show but it certainly bothered her she wouldn't have brought it up and put it in that context so it was uh it was interesting
1: she could have just been pondering about it just uh little light conversation sure she could have about about the uh inner dwellings in her mind
0: (laughs) (laughs) who knows what road she was going down but that was an older woman and a younger woman i don't think would have to think about the world that way because she wouldn't have been approached quite so aggressively for so long regardless of how pretty she was and that's where i was going with this as a comparison from what you're telling me that it wouldn't be that way now. It's worse this way.
1: Pretty women, really pretty women, will just make an Instagram account and make money oh, that Now
0: way. they're on TikTok and Instagram and OnlyFans. If you're pretty right? enough as a woman,
1: you can make that People... a career. Right. That was not a thing. You would get a man was... with a nice career to help you out. But now, you would... Well, I mean, there was a couple of careers her. in mind that right. pretty women could be in. <laughs> right.
0: But... But while still having your clothes on, these women can make careers (laughs) out of just being pretty. And taking good shots and making up stories about their life. And everybody wants to follow them and give them money just for being on. They
1: could be talking about absolutely nothing productive. And everybody will follow them and give them money.
0: Yeah, that blows my mind still. Um, It's got to be guys your age because guys my age aren't doing it. Unless they're mentally deranged because they just know better. Like, what is this? This is silly. Yeah, you know. So, and I'm sure to a lot of people, we're
1: not saying anything productive, but at least we're having some type of profound thought process going on, <laughs> you know, a right. little bit more right. than well, we're I are talking about today.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about issues, right?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. And look at this nice, cute top I have on. It, it shows my midriff, or whatever they talk about.
0: Yeah, you can Google a midriff and see hundreds of millions of them in fact if you go through the images on there and and they're all going to look similar to yours probably in Mm -hmm. most instances Uh, or better in many and you don't have to give them any money to do so i don't understand that (sighs) i don't know they don't they don't know those people it's just uh, a talking head on an image and they're not discussing anything of any import or any thought-provoking I think topics. it's a bit
1: of the with the addiction of phones, people need something else to entertain them. So they follow some pretty women and they look through yeah. their feeds. And yeah. that wallet and Why not? While I'm on the phone for 10 to 12 hours a day.
0: Yeah, I, I remember a woman about my age, uh, probably about 10 years ago, telling me she's a friend of mine. She goes, you know, it's just as easy to date a rich man as it is a poor man. <laughs> so so she made sure she wasn't dating anybody that wasn't making at least six figures. So like, yeah, you're probably telling the truth. <laughs> and so I that was her mantra. Man that. I don't either. Even you know, if you want to have, a, if you can get away with it, but she couldn't get away with it. That was. I'd like, be reasonable if you I just was wanted a really pretty
1: woman. I'd be. Re- I wouldn't try to go for the billionaire. You know. <laughs> yeah, I that's. Would, I'd be reasonable about it.
0: <laughs> that's nine ten figures though. I don't even yeah. know. It's a lot more than six. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I'd, I'd go for the six-figure guy. That's pretty reasonable. Mm, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it depends.
1: Yeah, what's in your field? I'm saying right. I'm a nine. I'm a nine, okay? I'm a nine <laughs> in this situation.
0: I could get the billionaire, I guess. I don't know. Now you'd have to be a dime, dime in some capacity. To that, to that billionaire, you'd have to be a dime. And you'd True. have to stand out. True. Or they wouldn't want to have, have to, anything.
1: You might have to, ha- you might have to have some dime friends as well. and they have Right. You, you might need to package. bring back up.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's our next podcast? Don't know. We'll talk about inflation, the causes and consequences and how bad it is today, or at least currently. Thank you for listening and watching, and we'll talk to you soon. Please like and subscribe if you see it on YouTube. Or subscribe if you hear it on our many platforms for a podcast. Thanks. Peace.